0: Welcome to the Four Lee Podcast. Thanks for listening. The four is for my mother who passed away from ALS in 2018. And Lee is my brother who passed away a year later. The show is all about sharing different experiences, stuff like that, and growing from one another's stories. Today's guest is Travis. Travis, thanks for being on the show. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, how's it going? I am Travis Tastrum. I
1: uh have known Sam for a very long time. Very long time. Very long time. And uh yeah. Um, I watched him grow up from a <laughs> little boy to a little man.
0: <laughs> I'm taller than you. It's up for debate. You really don't, you really think no, you're I'm definitely taller than me. It's, it's, I mean, there's pictures, there's picture evidence of that. Um, you know, Robert Downey Jr. wears shoes that have like built in, like they don't look like it, but they're actually like platform shoes. Where do you get those? <laughs> actually on Amazon. I've looked into this. How much? They're like a hundred bucks. I mean, I'm sure Robert Downey Jr. has more than that. I'm not sure I'm that vain. How vain are you on a scale of one to vainness? Well, I'm very average
1: height. I'm 5'10", almost. Yeah. so <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. Um,
0: so, what's been up? How you, the new house is amazing. Thank you. When'd you got, how long have you been here?
1: Uh, we moved in in December, uh, like the beginning of December of last year. So, a little over a year. Okay. How many bedrooms? Uh, there are four bedrooms. Five, if you want to count the upstairs of the apartment. Okay.
0: Yeah. 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 So have you listened to any of the pod at all?
1: I have. What do you think? Average.
0: Average. At best. At best. <laughs> no, I think it's very good. I think it's very, uh, I think it's, it's been pretty good for you personally. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I travel all over the country doing podcasts. It's pretty it, fun. So that's your job? No. <laughs> I have a real job. I have a real job that I neglect. <laughs> no, I try to, I mean, I'm, my real job, I'm not allowed to spe- specify what it is. Per company, but um, I travel and so it kind of works. You know, I'll go somewhere and I'll do some stuff and then I'll do the pod at night. So the goal is to eventually just do the pod and leave all the, the people at your job behind? You know? I don't want to, I don't, I'll, dock, I'll <laughs> knock on wood here, but it would be absolutely incredible if that was to happen. Absolutely incredible. Um, so, what do we talk about? How does this work? Oh that's a good question. Well, one thing I really need to work on is the intro, I think. I, I, I got a beat from, and I was talking about this earlier, but I got it from Snipe100. Okay. It might be 1,000, I'm not sure, but he's a, a rapper in Atlanta. If you're going to shout someone out, you should probably know his name. I know it's Snipe. Snipe <laughs> yeah. is the first part, but it's either 100 or 1,000. <laughs> Let's go to the 1,000, Thousands is more than, more than 100. we. Yeah. Why not 10,000? Maybe it doesn't want to be 10,000. <laughs> it just wants to be 1,000. or Maybe it just wants to be 100. Yeah. No, the beat's pretty good. Maybe you should incorporate it for,
1: for this episode especially. It's in
0: the front. Yeah. Um, so it, it automatic. so what I do is I automatically put, I already have that as a segment but it says snipe intro and then I just put it in there and every episode, it, like even all the old ones, it's on there now. Got it. Yeah. So, but I want to get like the intro, like a four lead podcast, but I, I, I cause I, I hate reading it cause I'm not a good reader. I'm a pretty good writer. If you want me to write you something, so you're going to write it, and then I just need to find a guy to read it. Yes. Do you know anybody who could read? No, <laughs> I don't know. No. None of my friends are not good super shit. Literary. <laughs> like like you know they'll look at the words for a little bit and they'll make something out of it, but. Um.
1: So, how has this podcast been helping you? I know you're trying to help other people, but has it been helping you? Um.
0: A lot. Well, so I've discussed this before, but I think I had. A complex of thinking that I was the only one who, or that my life was harder than everyone else's, and it like I use it to excuse my behavior to do whatever I wanted. Really. Well, to be fair, you've had a pretty rough run of it. <laughs> I yeah, but I can't. I got to get out of that mindset because that is true. Because if you're just using that and just hurting other people for no reason, like it's what are you really doing? Yeah, of course.
1: When you're when you're when you're hurting other people, that.
0: That, that's not good. Yeah. But like I had girlfriends you do, you, and I'd turn my phone off and disappear for like three days and then come back and be like, oh no, no, my phone just wasn't working. You've you also know? had friends and you do that too. I've been on that, <laughs> I've been on that end. Yeah, yeah. Friends, girlfriends. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I was pretty um, terrible person for a while. I wouldn't say that. I would say you were dealing with a lot of stuff. I was definitely broken. Yes. I, I Probably was, still are. Yeah. Like Humpty Dumpty. You're trying uh, to put it back together. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and it's been a process and it's, like, you know, in, in movies, like, like the guy, like, Southpaw, have you ever seen Southpaw with, like, Jake Gyllenhaal? I have not. Gyllenhaal? Yeah, the actor. Gyllenhaal? Okay. Anyway, <laughs> he's, like, a boxer, and okay. his wife dies, and, like, he goes through this whole thing, and then he, like, gets, he does, like, one training scene, and he wins a fight, and, like, the movie's over, and he gets his, like, but life isn't like that. There's no, like, a tr- training montage where you get ripped again, and then you're good. Like, there's a lot of trial and error, and a lot of... Are you thinking about getting ripped again? <laughs> okay. Listen, this pilot, like, Everybody knows I'm ripped. If there's one thing that's been consistent in my behavior, it's working out. Yeah, yeah I mean, it looks like you took a little time off, but you're you're looking all right <laughs> right no, now. No one's saying that. <laughs> Actually, I, I've I've been making a point to not send shirtless selfies or take all like so I have. To... I haven't been getting a lot of text from you lately. Exactly. I so. Yeah, so I I stopped doing that. But I was at I'm staying at my dad's house out here. And uh, I get in the, the old bathroom where it all started, the shirtless selfies, and like, I don't know what happened to me. I just fired one up and I sent it to my boys and they were like, Dude, I don't I'm... think it started in the bathroom. You <laughs> used to have that guy that followed you around and took pictures of you. Yeah, in the bathroom. <laughs> it wasn't in the bathroom. No, yeah, he, yeah, from, from high school, yeah. 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 yeah, that was a really weird thing. It was, I don't know what he's up to these days. I don't even to- know who he was. <laughs> I, I just I knew I you, had, you used to have a guy that followed you around and took
1: <laughs> pictures of you.
0: <laughs> That was before smartphones. It though. was. I wasn't. There's was a lot of people doing that. Were they digital cameras or was it like a flip phone? It was digital cameras. That's really weird. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I was going with them. I was broken, putting myself oh, back yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, let's <laughs> get back to the... We got off the rouser. Yeah, right yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, I sent a, a shirtless selfie and my buddy's like what are you doing you're, you're going you're, this is a trigger for you I couldn't help it I was like doing all these different angles like the lighting did you ever talk to your therapist about the, uh, the selfies and the, the show because oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I sent them to her I'm, <laughs> I'm
1: kidding <laughs> are you yeah, I, I did not send a shirtless selfie. Is this like a, like
0: a Tony Soprano uh, deal? <laughs> do, you, do you watch The Sopranos? Yeah. No, oh, I got in trouble for a spoiler. I told I, I told him. Oh, that. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Tony Soprano died like 10 years ago. Or yeah, did die. You can't, oh, that's right. You can't spoil a show that is, has been over. It's been more than that. Dude. No, it's, it's like, like 15 saying 15 The Godfather uh, is a spoiler. Yeah. Like, no. you know, you can't do that. But, yeah, so... You know, this show has definitely helped me out a lot. Um, the guest... Like, make the episode, which is why I was a little concerned. You know, I knew you wanted to be on the show, but I wasn't sure what you would bring to the show. I'm pretty sure you begged me to be on the show. That's like, I, I, I cast asked the all cash offer. I, I asked what you were doing. I have some, I have somebody lined up. This might not even get out there. You know, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have Kate
1: come on afterwards. Where we'll do a mature episode. Kate is my wife, and she would be a much better guest than I, but she has no interest in talking to Sam. So, yeah, well. On, on the record.
0: <laughs> she probably finds me interesting. Uh, entertaining. I don't know about interesting, but entertaining, yes. Yeah, but... So, back to your original point. Yeah, the podcast helps me out a lot. Um, the guests have been amazing. It's... It's it's done a lot. I mean, every episode does better than the last, which is really cool. And, you know, more importantly, like, people aren't forgetting Lee, you know? That's great, man. It's kind of the most important part, I guess. Uh, and then... The four... I'm not going to lie. Like, the four idea came up after because I was like, I'll do I'll call it four Lee. And then I remembered that ALS Lou Gehrig four and I was like, oh well I just you know, I'll do it for my mom too, I guess. But yeah, it was originally four Lee and then, you know, kinda worked out perfect. Gotcha. Do you know that Lou Gehrig lived with his mom most of his life? I think he, I yeah, he's
1: like a, he was wasn't he Italian immigrant or something? Uh no he was German. His family's German. German. But they uh they lived they lived in Manhattan. Yeah. In upper Manhattan he went to Columbia. Yeah. And uh he was kind of like a... He was a real homebody. He was not... Um, yeah, he was I the opposite of there was of Babe questions Earth. about his, uh, his sexuality, actually. Really? Not Like, not cont- in contemporary society, but, uh, you know, after the fact.
0: Really? Yeah. Dude, um, he, could you imagine if a, a guy who could, was as good at baseball as Lou Gehrig came out today? He'd be the... the it would be awesome. He'd be the biggest athlete in the world. Yeah. That would be great. Yeah. Yeah, no, so uh, Lou Gehrig... I think he got hit with a baseball is what triggered his whole thing. And he's still like, he had ALS symptoms and he still hit over 300. Is that true? Yeah. I didn't know that. I actually read
1: about half of his biography. It didn't, I didn't finish it.
0: What happened? Uh, it was very long. <laughs> I find that the longer things are, the less likely people are to complete them. I think that's
1: pretty accurate. It was just, it was
0: a little dry, honestly. He wasn't the most interesting guy in the world.
1: And like right, right oh, now. Yeah, he, he didn't do anything stupid. He just didn't, he played baseball, basically, and he was, you know, he didn't, there was not much more to him than playing baseball. Uh, Yeah,
0: Babe Ruth was, like, the opposite. He partied, yeah. Yeah, and he he went on
1: barnstorming tours with Babe Ruth and everything, but he kind of stayed in the hotel while Ruth was in the other hotel room with, like, 15 (laughs) women. Yeah. Uh, Lou was kind of hanging out by himself. Yeah, yeah. I'm reading reading, uh, Alexander Hamilton right now, which is the book that the musical was based off of. Okay. And it's, like, enthralling. It's 800 pages, and I'm about 200 in. And I can't put it down. I every night I sit down and read it. And it's like, you know, it's it's obviously historical it's a historical book, but it's and it's not it's not a novel at all. It's it's a like you know, it's almost a textbook, but it is it's written in a way that keeps it very interesting. And he was a pretty incredible guy. He so, was an American citizen, right? No, he? he was born in Nevis, which is an island down in the Caribbean, and okay. then he spent most of his early life on St. Croix. Mm-hmm. And then he emigrated to the United States when he was, like, 17 or 18. Okay. And he, uh, dude, he was he was an incredible human being. I mean, very smart. How but, did he go from being on that island to being so influential in American politics? Uh, so he, I mean, long story short, I don't yeah, know you yeah. talking about. Yeah, that. yeah no, like I mean, no, minutes, I, I, but, but I'm just curious. He, uh, so he was running a, he was working for an importer-exporter in St. Croix. And okay. And he really impressed the hell out of the guy. And so he had a footing there, and then he... There was a a really bad hurricane on the island. He wrote an account of the hurricane, sent it to his dad, and a priest that he was tight with saw it and printed it in his his newspaper, and the island took up a collection. The wealthy people on the island took up a collection and actually sent him to the United States, most likely, this isn't 100% verified, but most likely with the hope that he would come back as a doctor and help with all the tropical viruses that they were dealing with, and obviously that didn't happen, but he ended up coming to the United States with a fund from the island... He went to go, he was going to, he was, he basically tried out a couple of colleges. He went to College of New Jersey, which ended up being Princeton. He didn't fit in there. He ended up going to King's College, which was up in uh, Northern Manhattan. Okay. We were at the, the Northern tip of civilization in Manhattan. And he was there for maybe like a year and then the revolution broke out. So he kind of never really finished it, at least to the point I'm at, he didn't finish his schooling, so... Yeah, and then he he dies in a duel, right? That's how yes. he goes out. Yeah, he was. A, I think he was. A, I, didn't, I haven't gotten to that part yet, but I think he was
0: around fifty when he died. Okay. Yeah, I always found him interesting because he's the only president, or he's the only non-president on uh, U.S. currency. Not true. Who's the new one? Benjamin Franklin was also. Oh, Benny Frank. Yes, and then there's some new people. Isn't Harry like Tubman? Julia and
1: Harry uh, Tubman and
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: But.
0: Thank you for correcting me. No problem. I appreciate oh, that. I, I would have looked like an idiot, you know. Now, now I can like, be your Jamie. You've
1: been looking for a Jamie. I could be both. Can you be, and Jer. What I'm going to do is best guest you've ever had, and your Jamie.
0: I don't know. I know you took two MMA classes, but Jer has been doing jiu-jitsu consistently for a couple of years. We'll have you guys oh, fight. You kill me. I don't know. We'll yeah. see. Because you see red, and you get your bodies just start dropping. Yeah, but then, then I get tired quickly. <laughs> So when, when are you going to go back to the the gym or do you still do the gym? I've actually been working out recently. At home I've been, or? I've
1: been not eating very healthy.
0: I've been doing... What diet No free doing? ads, by the way, but I've been doing Noom. What's uh, been, Noom?
1: Noom is like a uh, a program where it's a, it's an app-based uh, weight loss program that makes you basically just conscious. It helps you basically be conscious of what you're doing with your food. Like okay. What you're taking in, you know, not just mindlessly eating. I have, I have three kids, so... When, I'm a rat, when they're eating, uh, they're all snacks around the house. So for a while, it was very easy to just shovel whatever's around in, into my mouth. And uh, got to a point where I was like, I can't continue doing this. So I, had, about four weeks ago, started Noom. So it's, you log your meals, but there's also, uh, there's, there's like classes, basically. You have to go through, you don't have to, you can do, it's basically do whatever you want, but they provide materials you go through and like, it, basically how you look at eating. They classify foods in different ways. They're not bad foods or good foods. It's, uh... High caloric density and low caloric density. So low caloric density foods are like vegetables and all that stuff. High caloric density is like, you know, a piece of pizza yeah. where you can eat... You, you, you don't have to eat a lot of it to have a lot of calories, basically. So like, you know, spinach has almost no calories. You can eat and you get a pound of spinach and it's only 200 calories, you know. so
0: How, How's it been working for you?
1: It's been good. I've lost five pounds in about four weeks. And okay. But, it, you know, it, it's like... Good weight loss. You know, not not yeah, you're, not, you're not like
0: obese or anything. No, 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 I'm
1: I'm in decent shape, but yeah. I want to I j I wanna I wanna get down to a weight that I haven't been at in a long time, so I'm trying to What's the goal? Uh I'm I'm two two twelve this morning. I wanna be at two hundred by uh like May. Okay. So yeah. It's been going well. What are
0: you doing for working out?
1: Uh we have a Peloton bike. So I do a lot of the off bike workouts. I do the Pelotons, I ride the bike, but I do a lot of the uh I guess a lot of people that don't do Peloton don't realize there's a there's a whole library of classes of strength classes and, and uh, stretching what, and what do you what do you use in like, do they have equipment you need? I have adjustable dumbbells and oh okay and uh, they're they're only up to fifty pounds but like I don't dude I don't I'm my I think my heavy lifting days are over I don't, ha,
0: they have to be like dude yeah. it, lifting heavy is stupid yeah. I think yep. I mean I get it like but it's such an ego thing yeah like I don't go I I just work out a plan Fitness. their dumbbells only go up to seventy five yeah and I barely use them. I mean, you're like a big fish in a small pond. There's a lot of guys at Planet Fitness. <laughs> no, there's a country. lot of big guys at <laughs> <in> Planet Fitness. Planet Fitness <laughs> has an un, undeserved reputation for being a gym that, like, in shape people don't go to. And I think it couldn't be further. Well, from I it. think it's
1: just, I think it's because of the weight. They don't have barbell racks and they don't have that stuff. Yeah. So I, I joined Planet Fitness very early. We, uh, I went to Arizona State and there was a Planet Fitness that opened up down the street from us. And we had a great student rec center, but it was, the packed. school is so big yeah. that it's, there's people there all the time. So all of us joined Planet Fitness. And we'd never heard it before. It was This is, you know, 17, 18 years ago. Yeah. And we all joined and we asked, we're like, hey, where are, the, where are all the racks? And they're like, oh, they're
0: coming, they're coming. They kept telling us they're coming, but they never were. It was, you know, basically they got, and it was for 10 bucks a month. It's worth it. Yeah, so It's know. like 20, I think it's like 21 and change and it's on, you can go to any planet fitness yeah. anywhere. So yeah. like, you know, if I'm traveling, I can just bring some gym clothes. No, it's, it's,
1: it's definitely, it, yeah. And like, like I said, at this point. My heavy lifting days are over, but I, I can do it right in my. We have uh, an office that we that doubles as a gym. Yeah. So, uh, you know, my wife works out you know eight days a week, so uh, I have to keep up with her. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it's I've actually been I've been getting back into it, and it's it's been good. It's been uh, honestly, it's a stress reliever. Um, I I also deal with a lot of stress and anxiety, especially having children now. Well, I notice your leg shakes just as much as my leg. Well, yeah, that's been, <laughs> so it's funny. I you know I never actually realized that I had. I'm going to say I have an anxiety issue. I actually do have an anxiety issue. Yeah. Um it really surfaced when I had children. Um I never really it never it never occurred to me that I had anxiety and and, and didn't know how to properly deal with my stress. And when my daughter was born, it was okay. You know, I I've I've almost 5-year-old daughter and when she was born it was fine and and I also own my own business. So the stress of that compounding on you know having a child is you know it kind of built over time and then I had uh, two years ago I had twins and uh you know I I have I've also built our business to a point where we have a bunch of employees so people are relying on me and it kind of got a little overwhelming um my mom like Sam's mom died when I was uh I was 19 so I was you know I wasn't like a, a child but I was young enough and it was uh it was hard man it was, it was hard at the time and I don't think I dealt with it completely properly. I, I felt for a long time like I was over it and, uh, you know, I'd moved past it but I don't think I ever really properly did and also having children I reflect on the fact that my mom died when I was youngish uh, a lot and it made me really um, honestly scared and didn't know how to deal with those emotions so I ended up Getting, uh, starting to see a therapist a couple of years ago, or about a year ago actually, and it's been great, um, she's awesome, yeah. and uh, yeah, I've been kind of working through that. It's, um, changing, having kids really changes your perspective on things, and it's, uh, you know, for the <laughs> the good and the bad, like, yeah. I never used to care what would happen to me, I didn't, when I was a kid, you know, it was what it was, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I, I was a little reckless as a, as a young guy, and yeah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't really, you know, didn't put much stock in like my future until I really, until I, you know, as I got older, obviously that, that dulled and I, you know, I started thinking about the future more. And then once I had children, it really put it into perspective that there are people that are relying on me now and I need to, you know, make sure I'm here for them and I don't want them to go through what I went through. So I do need to take better care of myself basically. So
0: Yeah. Um, that's, that's powerful stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, I was 20, I think it was, my mom died on my 30th birthday, I'm pretty sure. So I was like going to Vegas and then I got the call. So I had all my stuff to go to Vegas. Yeah. And then I switched it to go to New York. Um, cause it wasn't, exp- I mean, it was, she had a terminal illness, but it wasn't supposed to be that weekend. Yeah. yeah it was supposed yeah. to be like, they said like six months, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it just happened so quick. But, um, and I get what you mean with the not being able to process things. But for me, it was slightly different in that, like, because Lee happened, like, literally right after that. Yeah. You know? Yep. Um, yeah, I actually remember the day you called me to tell me about Lee
1: very clearly. Um, I was very, very upset. I, you know, I mean, uh, like I said, you've been through a lot, man, and that was, <laughs> that was like the icing on the cake. I just, you know, I, I don't know that you know, obviously, you didn't handle everything very well, but not at all. <laughs> not, but, but <laughs> yeah. I don't know if any human being could be expected to process what you process in your life like you have. You know, I mean, or not yeah. like you have.
0: Uh, I think that's. I mean, I'm so proud of my sister because you know she like is you know because that's why I'm here right for her baby shower and stuff and like you know she just got married and everything. But I do one day like not I'm not ready for it like right now. if I'm being honest like, you know, obviously I'm in a program, a twelve step program, but. You know, one of the things they say is like no relationships. Um, yeah. And the reason behind this, <laughs> yeah, it's very tough. I mean, <laughs> since you had, you had a five year old daughter, I've been married three times, but, <laughs> but, um, no, like they, they say you got to focus on, on loving yourself. Right. And like, for me, I always use, and maybe I even use this podcast as a distraction, but I think it's a positive distraction, but like, I'm always in a relationship, right? I, I could never be alone. And I didn't even realize I did that but it was true. It was I slur. did. <laughs> you knew that? It was a, Yeah. All right. So well, I guess other people did, but now that I'm like, I mean, I've gone to weddings with by myself. I've gone to um, so many, th- like the last, I haven't dated someone in, in like a serious relationship in, in over a year, but especially, I'm not doing anything right now. I'm just, just me. Yeah. And, uh, it's really allowing me to, like, kind of focus on who I want to be, right? Because, like I, I, like, I see you with your family and your kids, and it's awesome. But, like, I know, like, I want that at some point, but, like, right now, I'm just not ready for it. Like, if I was to do something like that at this point, it would be unfair, you know? Oh, yeah. No, no, you have to get yourself figured out. Exactly. Before you can, you know, before you can get anything else figured out. Yeah. And, um, like, I, I, I just would always just wake up, like, almost, like, disappointed that I woke up. Like, not that I would ever, like, harm myself, but, like... It was just like, oh, man, you know, <laughs> here I am again. You know, I guess I'll just p- go through the motions of the day, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, and then I I definitely, like, I mean, you're not the only person who's been like, dude, you just, like, fell off the face of the earth. And I just, I think I was so afraid of, like, having, like, seriously good relationships. Because I've had friends that, like, even after Lee died, who died. And, like, I was just like, I'm tired of people dying and, and stuff. Dude, uh, the fact that you can point out to all these different friends
1: and relatives that have died is... is- like it's mind blowing.
0: Yeah, I just kind of like my next not good. <laughs> my next like that if like I have some requirements in my head for like my future wife, and she. Has I'm not to sure be... we should continue to be friends. I'm a little nervous. No, no, you're definitely gonna die before me. You're way older and like way way less better shape. But no, but like all serious, I was like she has to be like 10 years younger than me, and not because I'm Leonardo DiCaprio, but just because like she's bearing me. I'm not bearing her. Like, and I think that's fair. Yeah. And I'd be like, listen, I'll I'll get, I'll get life insurance. I'll leave you a whole policy. Enjoy, you know, enjoy the villages and. Florida for 20 years, and I'll see you when you get there.
1: it's <laughs> uh, funny, man. Yeah. Um,
0: so how long are you in New York for? You haven't, even, oh, told, you haven't here, even told me that. I'm only here until Sunday. Okay. So when this episode comes out, uh, we'll be leaving. <laughs> I have left. <laughs> I try not to do... So that's the other thing, is I, a lot of people... Like reach out to me and like I want to be on the show, right? Yeah. And I'm like, all right, yeah, like cool. For the record, I didn't actually do that. I was, I was a little. Uh, I actually, asked, fair. I asked my my first fan and my lo- most loyal fan, Parker Taster, Parker, my brother, your, your brother Parker, if yes. he wanted to be on the show, and he <laughs> told me that that's not who he is. He just likes to listen. But he he said that I knew and he knew that you wanted to be on the show. <laughs> and now Mitch is going to be on the show either in April. He's going down to Florida. Mitch will be a fun one. We're gonna be, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be yeah, there. A yeah, yeah. And, or I'm going out to California sooner. I'm not sure yet. We're trying to work that out. Nice. Um, but obviously, San Diego is beautiful. So I'd rather go to San Diego and do a pod. Yeah. And I got some friends in LA. And there stuff. wasn't wind. You can do it on the beach. I don't like sand. No. I actually hate sand. I despise it. It's a weird thing. It just gets everywhere. Yeah. just it ruined, like, if, if you could go from the boardwalk just right to the water and then back to the boardwalk, I'd like the beach so much more. It's a weird thing. <laughs> I, also, I also don't like dogs. Parker, Parker's dog today I went uh, Abby yeah. yeah she was like all over me and Parker's she's like <laughs> <guy>. she's, <laughs> also, she's like the softest softest dog in the world yeah no she was nice and everything yeah. but like you know she's a little hyper yeah, yeah. well yeah. I, that's, I'm, I'm a little hyper yes nah she's a good dog we are dogless
1: <sighs> what happened to Max? Max died like three years ago really? yeah right. yeah well, then, uh, So uh, Rocky died after him and then Charlie died
0: which one was the blind one?
1: Max Max died first that was that was so sad too. Max wasn't like blind; he had no eyes. Followed no-eyed Max on Instagram. The account's <laughs> still there. No one posts. Really? Yeah. At no-eyed Max. Did he have a lot of followers? Uh, I actually don't even off the top of my head. He, I c- a he, c- he never saw how many followers he, he had. He could not didn't? see. No. we told him. So how did he? Was he born
0: without eyes? Or? No,
1: he was. Uh, he's a Jack Russell, or he was a Jack Russell, and uh, Jack Russells are very prone to glaucoma. Okay. And he so he had glaucoma. When we originally got him, we were told he was probably four, he was probably more like seven or eight. Um, he had what we thought were cataracts in his eyes, and we went to a vet, and the vet was like, no, these are definitely, he definitely has glaucoma. So as the glaucoma went on, his eyes actually started, they build up pressure behind the eye, oh. and you could actually see his eye kind of popping out of his head a little bit. Oh, it was gross. very upsetting. He used to sit there with his paws over his head like he was in pain. And it was horrifying. So we had one eye taken out. Because uh, there's nothing he can do. There's no, there's no fix. I mean, yeah. they don't fix it. And uh, then uh, two months later, we had the other eye taken out. So he... Uh, How long did he live after the eyes? Four years, probably five years. But he was happier. He was happier, except that our one dog, Rocky, who was this evil little ch- uh, fox terrier chihuahua. Yeah. Uh, so Max, when we got Max, Max was a rescue. He was... Um, he, I'm pretty sure he was beaten... And, oh, no. And, yeah, abused. Um, they'd cropped his tail with a rubber band, I'm pretty sure. It was all, it was like mangled. It was terrifying.
0: Why would someone do that?
1: Uh, because people are really bad humans. It was just uh, like to torture him? There's no... Uh, who knows, man? I don't know. We, you know we, so, we, we, someone found him on the beach actually near our house and brought him to a shelter and then we got him from the shelter. Mm. So, they, when we got him, he was, he was rough, man. He was, uh, you know, he was a little aggressive and he was not, you know, he didn't, I think having the other dogs around, like it seemed okay at first and then it wasn't. And Kate, he peed on the floor once and Kate yelled at him and he bit her. He attacked her. This is what he could still see. And he did, the dog could jump like. <laughs> I'm not laughing that he. I'm no. laughing that you said he could still see <laughs> yeah. He... The dog could jump about five feet in the air. It was crazy. Wow. Jack Russell's are crazy athletic. I mean, he was, dude, he was a bull. He was a little. He was 12 pounds of pure muscle. And he. Attack Kate, he bit a hole in her pants, like in her inner thigh, and drew blood. And we were almost we were almost ready to bring him back, but we were like, let's give this guy, you know, he's had no shot. Yeah. Let's give him a shot. We were willing to give him a shot. Rocky was not. Our Fox Terror Chihuahua was not willing to give him another shot after that. Hated him from that day until the day Max died. He would Max would be sitting on the couch, no eyes, couldn't see a thing, and Rocky because he was an idiot, didn't realize this, and would sneak up behind him on the top of the couch and jump down on top of him. And they would get in these all-out brawls. And then the other dog would jump in. It was horrifying. And, you know, you shouldn't ascribe emotions to dogs because they're dogs. They don't have human emotions, but we all do. We all do it. Yeah. Maybe not you because you're soulless. <laughs> but, you know, to me it was absolutely heartbreaking this was happening. And, they, you know, they're animals, man. They, 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 don't, they don't feel like we do, but... It was so hard to watch, and I would get so mad at Rocky. They, they do. They would bite his ears, and it was just—it was a bad scene. So we basically had to keep them apart, which is tough in a house, you know. Yeah, and um, still, until the day the Max left us, uh, Rocky would just never had. You know, we figured a, we figured they would get used to each other, and they never did. I, I think it had a lot to do with the fact that he did attack Kate, and but we trained him. We basically trained that out of him. He never. He never bit anyone else. He was never, you know, I was never worried about him. I honestly
0: would have never thought. I've met him a few times. Yeah. Um, he seemed just like a, he, he didn't
1: know where he was. He was the best. He, yeah. I loved him. He, uh, How did he pass away? Uh, we, we put him to sleep eventually. He was, I think he had uh, like basically dementia. He was, he was kind of, I think from not being able to see for so long. Yeah. He kinda, so dogs actually, dog, dogs that can see do this as well, but it helps dogs that are blind more. They cognitively map things. So he, when they're walking around, they are cognitively mapped. We used to say he had a little beacon above him when he was walking around, like mapping out his surroundings. So as long as you didn't move the furniture on him, which yeah. is a <laughs> If you move the furniture, he was in trouble. But if he knew where all the couches were, we yeah. had a deck. We had a, probably a 200-square-foot you know, deck off the back of our house. Yeah, that was a cool one. And pack, yeah. he would literally, we'd open the back door for him. He'd jog across the deck, down the stairs, out in the yard, go to the bathroom, come back up the stairs, jog back in the house, and he's fine. Really? He knew, dude. He knew exactly where everything was, and uh, but as time went on, he was starting to like, you know, he, I was especially when we had kids. I was uh, or Nora was born. I was starting to get a little nervous that he was not one day, wouldn't know where he was, didn't wouldn't know what was near him, and he because and, he dude he could inflict some damage. He had some he had a big mouth, man, and he he had some some big teeth, and I was just worried that you know he was he was peeing all over the house, and he was just it was time. It was yeah. just. He was old and uh, yeah, but he. I think we gave him a
0: pretty good life, so it was nice. I mean, it seems like it. Yeah, you know? the eye thing. It's kind of crazy that he had a happier life without eyes than with him. Yeah, well, he did. He was. He was legit. Like I'm not exaggerating.
1: He would put his paws over his head. Yeah, no, like he was. In, he was in actual pain. So yeah, it was. It was kind of a relief for everyone once we did that, because he couldn't see anyway. He was basically. He could probably see a little bit like shadows at that point, but he was basically blind. So it didn't really. And yeah, actually, and I think it made him a little cuter.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it took a minute to get used to it, but uh, it was good. So yeah. When he came home after getting the first eye removed, was it like did, was he happier in the second eye? Like, oh uh, well, he was probably in a lot of pain from the surgery. I don't know. He he slept in our bed with a cone.
1: He was like in our like we we kept him in our bed for a while because it was like we felt really bad for him. Yeah. and he had literally had the cone on in our bed. <laughs> Just, okay, not a lot of room, but uh, uh-huh. yeah. But uh, yeah, no, that was uh, so. We are we are officially dogless. We do not. We we
0: no longer have dogs. Yeah. So when when you're in therapy, right? Like, what what type of tools have they taught you for anxieties? Um.
1: So a couple different things. Yeah.
0: Uh, one, if you want to talk about it, no, no, that's fine. Um,
1: regulating your breath is one thing. So so I, I get I get bound up a lot at. At work, and it's it's funny. I'm a you know we have an heating and air conditioning business, yeah. and when I am out in the field, I am fine. I don't generally get super upset. I you know I know what I'm doing. I'm I'm confident. I am confident, and I I never usually generally generally I don't let circumstances get under my skin. It kind of mm-hmm. I've seen I for I've been doing it for almost 18 years now. I've kind of seen it all. I you know and even stuff I I'm. Confident enough in my own skills that I don't... If I see something new, it's something new. And I figure it out. And I'm, I'm able to figure it out almost all the time. I very rarely ever get stumped on anything. And if I do, I, I look for help. That's not the problem. The problem is the the business side. I don't like the business side of it. It's, um, you know, I've, I've taken... My dad started the company in 1996. Um, I've taken over the day-to-day operations of it. He still works in the business. But mm-hmm. I am the... I am, you know... I don't want to say I'm the boss, but I am the I, I run I, I basically run the day to day. You operations. do want to say you're the boss. Don't I don't <laughs> actually <want to> say, <laughs> really. No, no, because no, we're, really we're equal partners. You know. par- we're e- equal partners. My brother, my dad, and I are equal partners. But I am I run the day to day operations, and it is you know especially when you're not super busy, it can be a little stressful because yeah. you know I like if I if I don't go out and I'm not out in the field one day, it's fine. But I have guys that you know I have guys with families and stuff that I yeah. have to keep working and and. You know, in the summer, if we could be working 65, 70 hours a week, Sam actually worked for us. He was a full employee.
0: I went through a ceiling my first day. He did, yes.
1: <laughs> went through a ceiling. And then uh, I knocked over
0: the pot. Why did you keep me?
1: You clogged that toilet
0: that one time at that really, really nice Hamptons house? <laughs> Dude, I, I don't know what it is, but I, I actually clogged my sister's toilet yesterday. That's at her not and good, she's moving, and she's moving to uh, to Shoreham, but yeah. it was her like last weekend at her other house, and she was like, everything's packed. Yeah. And she was like, what did you
1: do? Yeah. And I was like, I'm sorry. We have a very nice customer out in the Hamptons, probably like a $5 million house, and uh, Sam clogged her toilet, and she was, she's very nice, but she was not very she happy was not, about She was very that. upset at me, yeah.
0: <laughs> she like <laughs> stared at me for like 10 minutes, like holding like, <laughs> holding like a plunger.
1: Yeah, so that was, uh, that was a little awkward, but, yeah, um, yeah. no, so the, so, so that is what gets to me, and, you know, it, you're dealing with, with guys, you know, you have guys out in the field, and sometimes it's tough if they, you know. I I my I really like my employees. They're very good at what they do. Yeah. Uh but you know, sometimes if something doesn't go right, it's really tough. It, it's tough to be on the other end of that where you're trying to walk them through something but also trying to do something on your own, you know, and it, it's it's a lot of uh It's a lot of multitasking, which I, for someone that has ADD, uh, is not not great at. Uh, so you know, having a bunch of balls up in the air for me is tough, and it's that that is what gets under my skin and overwhelming.
0: I will say, like, for people who might not know you, I think one of your biggest strengths. I mean, we've been I've been friends with Mitch since we're like Mitch is my other brother. Yeah, his younger brother who is my age. I've been friends with Mitch since like probably thirty years now. Yeah. And you've always been, like, the older brother I never had. Like, I always come to you with stuff that I probably don't even talk to Mitch about, really. Not because, you know, just because, like, I need, like, older brother guidance that, um, you know, because I'm the oldest. Um, so I would say that you're always, like, the type of guy, and not just for me. There's a lot of Mitch's friends, I think, that turn to you for, for guidance. That's kind of like, you're good at that. Um, even if it causes you anxiety, keep it up because that's your <laughs> that's that's you know who you are. Like, um, there's not many people. I, I mean, I'll hear people, but I won't listen, necessarily yeah. listen. You know, I, no, I <laughs> and, and that. I definitely listen to yeah. you. Uh, yeah. And I, I know that I probably put you through the ringer the past decade or so. But I love you for you know for everything you've done for me. and I can't, I I can't say it, that enough. I love you too, buddy. Um,
1: so in therapy, we talk You know, we've talked about. You know, we we basically. My therapist is really cool in that we kind of have a, uh, it's almost like a friendship basically where we just kind of like, we kind of just talk about what I'm dealing with that day and we, we we're very natural with the chair. We do it over Zoom. She actually is out in California, but we do it over Zoom and, um, she just kind of, you know, she sees where I'm coming from and we, we, we have talked about breathing exercises when I get overwhelmed, um. Another thing is actually bringing down your, your temperature, which is a real thing. If you if you are, like, super stressed in a moment to splash cold water on your face or put, like, an ice pack on the back of your neck, it's a legitimate thing. It actually – it will bring down – I guess it basically, like, decreases your cortisol or something. I don't know exactly what it's doing, yeah. it's like, physiologically, but it, it will it will help you just kind of get out of the moment for a minute and, and you know – be like, hey, what I have to tell myself a lot of time is this is not life and death. It's not. And, you know, even though it seems like it in the moment, it is almost always, <laughs> And you know, not, honestly, I can't remember the, the last time that something was actually life or death, you yeah, know. Yeah. Um, and you have to tell yourself that sometimes. And, you know, it's tough because I, I go from a stressful day at work to coming home and I have, you know, two-year-old kids that just scream, the, like, they'll be happy one minute and then scream the next. And that's a little tough as well. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, just... gotta get through it basically
0: yeah um it is crazy like there is like a lot of hormonal things when you when you have anxiety (laughs) and for me it like i don't think people can see like if i'm going through something um but i i feel it like and it's like almost like you're paralyzed but moving it's it's a very bizarre experience but it sucks you Um, know who knows all the time god my wife oh (laughs) I'm not going to get into that, uh, <laughs>
1: my wife knows she she's like, "What's wrong?" and I'm like, I, you know and I sometimes I tell her sometimes I just clam up,
0: but that's uh, good that you have that, yeah that's really good yeah she is she's
1: the opposite of me, I mean she obviously is stressed, but she deals with everything so gracefully and uh just rolls off her back and she and she is a let's fix this thing, very funny story, okay. At our old house, we had a tree, this old crappy tree that was next to the brand new deck that we were just talking about with Max. And uh, the tree was kind of leaning, and I, and we're like, "Yo, we got to get this thing out of here. It doesn't need to be here. Let's get rid of it." And so I got my chainsaw, <laughs> and I I tied a rope off to it, yeah, and I cut a wedge exactly like you're supposed to to get it to fall away. And and Kate was actually pulling on the the tree as it as we were felling it, and uh, yeah, so when it fell I didn't really take into account the fact that it was leaning way in the other direction and it just fell right into the new deck no right right through the railing right I luckily did not go through the the deck itself just the just destroyed the PVC rail you know it's like 400 bucks a section uh and I'm like oh my god first of all I feel like (laughs) the biggest
0: idiot in the history of the world
1: but also I'm like oh like what are like I can't believe I just did this and like Kate's gonna murder me and she's like we're going to fix it. We're going to do this. She's like, cut it up. We had the tree cut up in like 20 minutes. We had it off the deck. And my buddy came back that did the deck and fixed the rail and it was fine. Yeah. So, I mean, it was just, and to this day, if you go to the old house, you'll see that the, we didn't get the exact matching section. It doesn't, it's not very obvious, but if you look closely, they're like a different bevel on one of the
0: rails than the other. So, really? Yeah. So. Who, did a, like a family move into your house or?
1: Uh, an older couple, Mike and Maureen bought it. Nice. Uh, yeah, they're, they're awesome. Um. I was very happy they bought it. Uh they were I, I basically renovated that entire house. Yeah, I, I no, you I, did. I did. I remember
0: going there. Yep. Was the time, I was in a different job, so I'd come back like yep. every couple of years or whatever, and every time I went there it looked I mean it looked amazing. By yeah, the time I, I did
1: most of it myself, or you know I'd say eighty five percent of it myself. Yeah. And uh it that was the only thing that was a little tough about leaving it. But the guy that bought it is a you know, he's a handy guy and I know he's and he's gonna take great pride in keeping it up and that mattered to me. It really did. Uh yeah. I wanted someone that was gonna take care of it. So we finished it. Literally the last project we did was doing a big retaining wall that we spent a lot of money on and then, uh, four months later sold the house. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, uh, we literally pretty much done everything in that house and then sold it. But, but, you know, we, we probably got some money on it and, uh, you know, we got a really nice house in the town that I grew up in. So. Yeah. I mean, this was your dream to come back. Right. My dream, I don't know about Kate's dream. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, Kate, Kate grew up here too, right? Uh, I, when in, during the winter, we can actually see her mom's house through the trees. Oh, right. I call it a winter debut. view. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, you know, that's that's fun. And then my dad lives uh, probably a block and a half, two blocks from us.
0: Yeah, I was trying right? to so. feel... When I was coming to this, I was trying to... I remember it, it Gill's the next stop sign, right? If you Yeah, if you go down the yeah. hill to the
1: left. if you left, Yeah, so my dad lives, yeah, about a block and a half, two blocks away. One of the
0: coolest things, I think, about you and Kate is the picture you have when you and Kate are, like, children. Yeah, so Kate and I didn't start
1: dating till we were... I was probably 26 or 27, but... We were at the bus stop uh, when she was in kindergarten. And I was in first grade. We were actually in the same class because we did an interage. Uh, Shorm had an experimental interage class, so you had two oh, two grades that. in one class. Yeah, it was uh, there was only two classes out of the school that had that, but one teacher for uh, kindergarten and first grade. And we were at the bus stop together. Uh, our you know that that morning, the first day of school, when I was in first grade, and that was our save the date for our wedding. So was it really? Yeah. We sent that out as our
0: save-the-date, so that was cool. Yeah, um, yeah. so I think that's the the coolest picture. Um, how, was, how was ASU, and have you been back at all? Do you uh, go back? ASU was great. It was a lot of fun. I did not
1: graduate. If you want to yeah, you're, you up. thought you have like, one credit no, or something? I, no, I have uh, probably, like, 15, probably like a, a solid semester. Do you, you think have, that you'll ever go back? Uh, if I were to, you know, if we were to sell our business for a lot of money and I had nothing to do, yes, I would finish it. I, I don't. I don't need the piece of paper, I, you know. I yeah. it doesn't. It's not something that drives me. Um, you know, I am a pretty self educated. You know, I, I it's not like I don't learn. I learn a lot. Every I, I, I you know I read a lot, and uh, so I don't need the 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 college degree. But if I were to have some disposable time, yeah, absolutely, I would go back and get my degree.
0: Uh, That'd be kind of cool if you like you and Nora went to college together. Have you ever heard that? that <laughs> I, I read, I saw
1: a thing a couple of years ago about a guy that secretly went back while his daughter was in school and got his degree while she was getting her degree, but didn't tell her. Yeah. And he graduated, like, the same day as her. Wow. And surprised her on graduation day. So that, yeah. I'm not, I don't think we should hold our breath on that one. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, ASU was amazing. Uh, it was awesome. It was probably a little too much fun. Um, Were you there when, like, Terrell Suggs was there? I was, yeah. Um, I saw awesome. him at the SRC one day, the student rec center. I was oh, really? Yeah.
0: yeah. Like, the regular gym, he was there? Yeah.
1: He was, uh, I think he was hitting on uh, one of the the... Attractive women that worked at the front desk. Ah. Yeah. yeah. Uh, But no, he was... um, He... I did not watch him... uh, I started in the... What would be... It would be... Winter... So I was in the winter semester of 03. was when I started. So Park was a senior in high school. I... My first semester was winter of 03. I transferred. And he had already played his... uh, He plays junior year. He... Uh, declared early for the draft. Oh, so you didn't. So you weren't during... I didn't see him play. I wasn't there when he played, but he, I actually saw him in a basketball game. He came and spoke at a basketball game and everyone was chanting one more year. And he goes, I think it's a little late for that. <laughs> He'd already, you know, signed the papers and everything. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so, um, there weren't, I was there for the good, uh, USC years when Matt Leinart and Reggie Bush and those guys, Mike Williams were there. Yeah. Um, ASU was up. The, um, it would be, I guess 2006 was the year they they beat Notre Dame. Was, uh, ASU was up 28 7 at the half at home. Against at, USC? Against USC. That with, you know, with all those guys. And I turned to my buddy and I was like, there's no way they're winning this game. And they ended up losing 42 35 or something like that. It was, yeah. It was.
0: Those USC they, teams
1: were so stacked. Dude. They were so, they were so good. Yeah. That was the year that, uh, Reggie Bush
0: pushed Liner, or Liner pushed Reggie Bush into the end zone. The Bush, push, name. Yeah. yeah, the Bush, po- yeah, 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 yeah. They had uh, yeah, what was his name uh, the other running back, um, Lendell White, Lendell White, Lendell, Lendell White. White, yeah, yeah. And then I mean, then they had all those linebackers. The next couple, th- those USC teams were insane. Yeah, but uh, no, so USC was awesome. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I have been back.
1: Redford right Nora was born. Uh, we went, we did a golf trip out there, and I was only, yeah, you know, we went to campus just to check it out. But. Did
0: you listen to the guy I had on, Jimmy? and who talked about golf i did what, what did you think of his golf i thought it was good yeah yeah he was great yeah, I, yeah. I told him if if if, if we make it <laughs> if the show makes it the first time i golf will be with you and jimmy because <laughs> i i think that you guys are very different personalities but yeah. i think it'd be an amazing time yeah. He was, yeah he's a great dude i actually didn't know him until that time but i talked to him like i text him daily now that's funny yeah. that's awesome no, yeah. that's cool yeah, man, he he really opened up to you. That was uh yeah, that was intense. Yeah, I appreciate him sharing all that stuff. Yeah. He was a really good dude. Actually, like he was my roommate's friend and he was just sleeping on the couch. Like the only time I'd interact with I'd wake up at like four in the morning and go to the gym and I kept yeah. forgetting there was a dude on the couch. Yeah. So like I turn the lights on, I'm kinda of stumbling around, and get my pre workout. And, I'm like, I hear, like, groan, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry, man. Yeah. And then we get on the pod together, and it was it was uh, one of my favorite – I mean, there, there's not, like, an episode I didn't like doing, but yeah. it, that was one of my favorite ones because I just didn't know him. And, Dude, it's and, funny when, when he – is it okay
1: to speak about that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so when he spoke about his his wife, you know, his then-fiancé and wife, I thought the exact same thing that you said – like you got a good girl there that stayed that stayed with you through all that because that's what Oh yeah, his you wife's know, amazing. Yeah. dude, a, a, like like someone with bipolar disorder that's a that's a serious illness, and for her to stick through like that is is a real testament. Yeah, you know, she she must be a really good good
0: person. Yeah, Jimmy's a he stud. He must be a I good guy, man. Yeah, that's that's. Uh, I I think it'd be great if I would beat both of you guys in my first golf match, like Kim Jong Un. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Eighteen <laughs> hole in ones. Well, there, our our former president Trump hit a hole in one and then no. built a, a monument um, to himself about it. It's, uh, it.
1: Pretty on brand for the
0: for the Don. <laughs> that just shows you what a humble guy and he d- is. Dude, that's that's what I, when I hear Donald Trump's name, that's what I think. He's like humbleness, a stable genius it, comes yeah, to mind. Yeah, absolutely. I often call myself a stable genius. <laughs> He's like Birds of a feather. <laughs> He was at a McDonald's the other day, and he told the, the I guess they were tr- at, trying to brief the menu to him, and he was like, relax, I know this better than you. <laughs> I, like, I don't know it's true anymore. No, but... it is true. It <laughs> he, he was on, like, uh, he was out, I guess there's a, the train incident in Palestine. He's or Palestine. Yeah, yeah. He went out there, and then on the way back, stopped at McDonald's, and he's like, relax, I know the menu, believe me. <laughs> oh, man. Hate, it, hate him or love him? He's an entertaining guy. But, yeah. So, uh...
1: But yeah, so uh, the last time I was back there was was uh, what was it? That was twenty seventeen. How did you end actually. up?
0: How did you end up in Arizona?
1: I wanted to go to a big time football school, basically, and you know just because I like the atmosphere and whatever. And, yeah, uh, yeah. UW is like they that. had a good uh, journalism program, which I wanted to be a journalist when I was young, and uh, I was a journalism major for like a semester, and then tra- changed uh, political sides. So. Oh, you're a side guy. I was, yes. Huh. Um, so that, yeah, it didn't really, yeah. I was, and I ended up... Who's your favorite president? My favorite
0: president? Yeah. Or politician?
1: Uh, Bill Clinton, definitely. Really? No. <laughs> I, I, I don't know an if interesting I, guy. I actually, came, like, I I actually knew, so I was very into politics when I was a kid, and I actually, I read a lot about Bill Clinton, and I know a lot about him. Yeah. You know, he's got, it like, t- moral, moral... Yeah, Fiber yeah, aside, yeah. you know, very, very smart guy. Uh,
0: really he, went for, he was a poor kid in Arkansas and became yeah. president of the United States. He was, he was a Rhodes scholar, yeah. right? I believe. He uh, there's a picture of him meeting JFK when JFK was. Is there? Yeah. That's funny. They're birds of feather. <laughs> <laughs> well, JFK is my favorite person. I, I have a picture of JFK smoking a cigar in my house. Yeah. I think it's such a cool picture. Yeah, that's cool. Um yeah, but uh so I,
1: I kind of just, you know, threw a dart at the way, applied to Colorado and Michigan State. I got into Colorado. I actually did not get into Michigan State, yeah. and I chose the sun over the snow. So, um, well, Deion's in Colorado. that's gonna be pretty cool, dude. I don't know what Deion's doing. I, I don't under like Deion Sanders. We're talking about. Yeah, uh, you don't you
0: don't agree with the move?
1: I think Deion is a lot of flash. And uh, did you see the thing with um, with Ed Reed? No, what happened with Ed Reed? It was Ed Reed, right? I'm pretty sure it was Ed Reed. Yeah, and, uh, the
0: former Ravens safety.
1: Yes, he. Uh, I don't want to talk about this cuz I'm not 100% sure on this. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, um yeah, I, I don't know about Dion, man. He uh,
0: I think he just he wants to be at FSU. as his final destination. That makes sense. Yeah, so he takes he goes to Jackson State. He gets a couple undefeated. T- I think they lost their last game, but they won the championship or whatever the swiped um yeah. I think two years in a row. And he, he goes, brought his son to Colorado with him, right? Yeah, and now his, yeah. son, his son and uh, the number 1 recruit Travis, Travis Hunter or his, something know. like that. He's going with them, too, to Colorado. So he's bringing all his guys to Colorado. If he turns Colorado into a winning program... Yeah. Then he's going to FSU. I was a...
1: I was a... Probably a bigger Notre Dame fan growing up than I was Giants fan. And I was a huge Giants fan. And I have... Pretty much stopped watching college football. I... I... Uh, why do you think that is cuz uh, i can't i i got so disillusioned by the bcs and the bowl system i i, I, I think the conference realignment has turned me i down. think it's a joke i think it's an absolute joke uh i don't i don't the, the 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 team it's so funny that it took them so long to pay these kids but you could jump conferences to make X amount more million dollars a year for your program. That, that's South a, Park does a pretty funny. Skit I'm sure they college. do. I've never yeah. seen it, but yeah. Yeah, it's, it's pretty sure funny. They do. It's like carbon... The yeah. hypocrisy. It was the hypocrisy yeah. that got me. I, I read a book when I was uh, in college called "Death to the BCU uh, uh, BCS" by Dan Wetzel, and it was it basically was just like a it was a basically a, like an outline of everything the BC... like how ridiculous it was that how the BCS operated. Like this guy, like like the bull, uh CEOs and that that's a job, by the way. Bowl CEO is a job, and really? they make you know half a million to two million dollars a year yeah. to be the CEO of a bowl. Like, I, and and I get that they're bringing money. They're gener- It's not that they're they're not just being paid out of charity, but there's
0: so much there's so much slush. There is well, just. I mean, I th- those programs bring in the the college football programs pay for all the other po- programs. Yeah, those guys bring so yeah. much money, and they don't. Yeah, I understand that. They should they should get paid like, college,
1: like oh they absolutely should but 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 they can afford to pay Nick Saban like fifteen million dollars a year but there's no money in the budget for it to pay Reggie it
0: Bush got his Heisman taken away I'm for well a, aware. that is joke. ridiculous it's an
1: absolute joke I, I that that kills me and and they're able to they, they stand on this moral high ground like you know, you have Dabo Sweeney uh, who and I'm kind of like a de facto Clemson fan because my, my buddy Brian went there and yeah, I've been yeah. down there a couple of times I would root for Clemson. But, you know, Dabo. Dabo said he would quit if they ever paid players. And he, why still, did he say he's that? He's still got a job. Uh, why, <laughs> why would you say that? Weird, right? Because like, he's
0: like, <laughs> you think that's going to help his recruiting. I would
1: think like <laughs> $9 million a year probably has something to do with the fact that he's still working.
0: You know, whatever he, whatever he makes. But uh, He doesn't think Trevor Lawrence should got paid?
1: Like, that's crazy. Not. And, and, you know, these guys are literally putting their lives on the line. I mean, there's no question that... Well,
0: yeah, who, there was a... Was it Marcus Lattimore, who's South Carolina's running yeah, back, yeah, I, and he I, blew out his knee, and he was, never played it down. I was in the at NFL. a hotel
1: bar watching that game. I just got. I it was the day before Hurricane Sandy, or the two days before Hurricane Sandy, yeah. and I took an early flight back from Myrtle Beach. I was at a friend to get to a friend's wedding, because I was worried I was going to get not get on the plane. And I was watching that, and I remember almost throwing up at the bar. I mean was and
0: he got drafted by San Francisco in like the third round, but he, yeah. never, he never played.
1: I, well, how about the head stuff? How about all the concussion stuff, man? I mean yeah. these guys are all, all taking all these hits, and they don't but they, but you know, it's all about like uh, your character and, and well, uh,
0: I mean, Antonio Brown gets slaughtered in the media. but there's Antonio Brown before that burfucked hit. And there's an Antonio Brown after, and his ASU, behavior. ASU, by the
1: way. Yeah, is perfect. Yeah, yeah. is yeah. it perfect? perfect? Every time I say it, I feel like I say it wrong. Big ASU guy, but he was like that way in college. But uh, dude, Antonio Brown, if you look back, has always been an, uh, an S head. He has always been a uh, he's always been a bad guy. He's uh, out of control. Now, uh, I, no, I understand. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you, dude. It may be that it may be mental illness. Who knows what it is? But it is, but he is out of his mind. Uh, and but he's always kind of been like that. If you look back, dude, even high school and college, he was not a good guy, and it kind of gets swept under the rug. Yeah. But if you look back and at, at some of the stuff he's done, uh, it was Ed Reed, by the way. It was Ed Reed was supposed to be the head coach at Bethune C- Cookman, another yeah. uh, historically black college. Okay. And he was basically doing like the Dion model, and he showed up, and he was on campus before he even had a contract. He was doing all these social media videos, and then he ended up. He didn't – they actually didn't – the Board of Regents didn't approve his contract, and now he's not the coach there anymore. Really? But
0: yeah. Um,
1: all like the – you know, the uh,
0: – have, have you ever seen Ed Reed's speech when he's at Miami? No. They were like – He was part of the 7 floor crew, I think. Yeah, oh, that's a great song. <laughs> um, Greg, Greg – uh, Greg, Greg Greg, Olson. Yeah, Greg yeah. Olson has a good verse on there too. The, I wonder Greg if Fox, Fox and Sports that. <laughs> But no, Ed Reed – Gives a speech at halftime. He's like, he's like, I'm hurt, man. Don't ask me if I'm hurt. Let's go. And like, apparently they're up like thirty-five-seven at the time <laughs> or something because that team was ridiculous. Yeah, but yeah, there? yeah, they were they weren't playing as well as Ed wanted them to. But yeah, that, he's Ed Reed was yeah. awesome. So uh, yeah, I just I I basically
1: been out on college football, man. I I don't and that's I, I mean I watch it, but yeah. I, I before the before the playoffs this year, I, I before the really cha- like I watched the championship games, yeah. uh, but. I, you know, I used to live and die with Notre Dame, and I don't care anymore. I literally don't care about them.
0: For me, I stopped watching football. After, Lee, Lee and I used to talk about football a lot, especially like, towards the end when we didn't communicate as much as I wish I would have. I um, so after he passed, I, kinda, I got huge into UFC. Because you went then, from what head, head injury sport to another? Well, UFC actually statistically has less head injuries than in boxing. Because the fights are over quicker. Because Dana White doesn't want to release the data on no. On, I, I, so these boxing, guys
1: are taking shots to the head nonstop. You can't. Boxing.
0: You can. Boxing tell is me. more dangerous. I'm than sure, UFC.
1: but but you can't tell me that like some of those knockouts. Are have you have so you ever watched violent. UFC? Yeah. Oh, I love it. UFC. So my my brother in law Kevin Bush is we call him Combat Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, he 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 orders like pretty much like every. Did you watch
0: week. the is on fight? No, okay. I haven't. I'm watching.
1: In, Six months Did you
0: watch K- Khabib McGregor? You always talk about this now.
1: I mean, I'm. I, I may, have, you watched, I'm I have you watched Have you watched any fights, sir? I could not tell you that, like, the, uh, like I besides like some of the like John Jones fights. I remember. Well, John
0: I, Jones fighting Cyril Gain in like next next week. See, I actually probably would go watch that with Kevin. Yeah, because, you got to watch that yeah, one because that John Jones returned returning is three years off. I enjoy watching it to a point, but I
1: can't help but think when I watch these fights that these dude, none of these guys are going to be putting full sentences together when they're fifty years
0: old. We'll see. I mean, the, there is. Either, like, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. But <laughs> <laughs> I do know that, like, I, I love it. I love the yeah? UFC. Yeah, uh, it's, it's... The only thing I hate about it is that it starts at 10 and the fight I want to watch is until, like, 3 Well, in the that's morning. the thing. Like, dude, Kevin will get the fight and he's like, hey, want to come over and watch the fights? They start
1: at 10.30. And I'm like, well, I have to be up at, like, 6.45 at the... the yeah. I, I can't...
0: My kids get up at 6.45 and I'm not
1: like, hey, Kate, I'm going to stay in bed while uh, you get yeah, up.
0: Yeah, like, versus, you know, the, the NFL, you know, Major League Baseball, NBA, they're all... They all start at reasonable time. Well, yeah. basketball on the West Coast. Not yeah, so much, but, but but this is not you know this. I, yeah, no, it but it's like UFC. Off,
1: yeah, yeah, I don't know why that is. So I, I have watched UFC fights and watched and uh, watching a, like, the official or the, the ref. We Kevin, and I counted one night. Guy was basically out yeah. and took forty shots. Literally, <laughs> he was not really even covering up, and he just took forty shots. And they finally we went we rewound it and what and counted. The amount of shots he took before they called the fight, because yeah. I think some of them were scared to call it early. Exactly, they don't want to call yeah. It early. Yeah, but dude, like that is just that is brutal, man. That, well, I have yeah. trouble watching that sometimes. I really do.
0: There is, I mean, I feel like refing uh, an MMA fight's got to be one of the my boy fights. Herb Dean knows
1: what, what's up. Herb now. Dean is a
0: good ref, exactly. but I can tell he, you, can tell you in a, a ref No, and Herb Dean and actually, Big John, he, Big John, Big, uh, big John. He, he well, Herb Dean actually fought. Um, he used to fight MMA. Wasn't, okay, yeah, but he—he's uh, a great last ref- name, Big John. Uh, I want to say Lebowski, but that's a movie. No, 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 <laughs> I don't know what his last him. name is, but uh, we gotta get Kevin in here. Yeah, we know. I love to get it's, Kevin. It's Mick.
1: It's it's an Irish name, but he looks like he probably fought too.
0: He, probably, he's a yeah. big dude. I mean, Rogan. Rogan did Taekwondo. He does jiu-jitsu. I don't think he f- actually fought MMA. But he never talks about it from what I hear. Joe Rogan, <laughs> does <laughs> talk about that or <laughs> or should, all conspiracy theories? We should get into some conspiracy theories. I could, lo- I, could get a lot <laughs> I could get into a lot of conspiracy theories. I could get into a lot of conspiracy theories. One I addressed with Charles Vale is uh, the moon landing. Not it's yeah, not the moon landing was yeah. not fake. It just it makes more sense they filmed it here. That. If that's tr- I, honestly, I don't know. I, I I do
1: believe that we went to the moon. I have no idea. I have no you know. I, th- like you said, there's no way that Russia was like exactly. Oh yeah, 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 okay. They, they wouldn't,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially now with that, we're, we're back to being enemies with them again. Well, this is like uh, Aaron Foster saying the NFL is fixed, which is like the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. It would be so hard, like I it's, it's impossible. The only fixing of professional has to would be refs throwing flags, and that's fine. Yeah. That
1: they, they, they may or may not. Be like there was a basketball. There was, yeah. Is that a basketball guy? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but. It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. So you have all these guys that competed their entire lives from pee wee football up to college, and then they get to the NFL and they're like, "Yeah, you're, we're just going to pretend now." There's like, and no one ever said a word. Yeah. Aaron Foster was the first guy in the seventy five years sure of the Aaron NFL. Sure, Aaron Foster
0: is huge into conspiracy theories.
1: I would. Almost, I'm pretty sure that's. His I name. mean, I I have to wonder if that was tongue in cheek. Like, there's no. I I've I've only seen the clip. I haven't watched like the context that yeah. was in. There's no way. Like, there's no way you could seriously be saying that. It just doesn't make any sense. He's, you know, and he was, he was very good. He was, he's the, uh, the Texans' all-time leading uh, single-season
0: rusher. Do you know that? I did know that. He, Aaron Foster, for like three years, was the best fantasy running back. Yeah. And then, did he get signed by the Giants at one point? Nah, no. I, not who did, I he, who I did he go
1: to so after like, the Texans? I have no idea. I, I think he flamed out.
0: That's that's the thing about running backs. Running back. like, like, You know, Saquon, like, the, the, the Giants... He's got to get paid as much as possible because this is his last contract.
1: Except that, like, the Giants, the Giants if anything, are probably going to franchise him. He's only going to make,
0: like, $11 million, which is rough, man. You know? it's about, well, Le'Veon Bell held out, and he got paid, but he never... Like, you gotta you got to get paid because yeah. you don't want to be... I mean, that's the only position in the NFL where you're done at... at there's no 30-year-old... Outside of Adrian Peterson, there's no 30-year-old... And Curtis Martin... 30 old running backs that do well. It's, uh,
1: it's rough, man. Um,
0: um, yeah, no, I mean, running back, it's, it's unfortunate because that's like the most athletic position in like high school, college. But, and then, man, yeah, man. And then, yeah, but they're getting hit by guys who are like, the linebackers are 250, the defensive linemen are like 300 plus, and then even the safeties are their size, so yeah. that's a tough position. So how do we wrap this thing up we're running out of time here? Um... That's my job. Oh, well. That is I'm, my job. Host no, yeah, I <laughs> to host is No, yeah. This is the Ford Lee podcast. It's our show, but I, I can't do Ford the- Ford Travis podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ford Lee and Travis. That's how we'll call it going forward. But no, I need to work on the intro and conclusion. I yeah. agree with you. Um, maybe you could write something since you're a journalist. Sounds good. Quasi. <laughs> you're four credits away. Quasi journalist. No, but we, uh, we usually just say, thanks for being on the show. I really appreciate it. I love you, man. And- uh, so I named the show Travis, this, and then when you're back on the show, Roman numeral Travis two, three, four, uh, so on like and the Rocky so forth.
1: Series.
0: Yeah, and then it'll eventually become Creed, or I'll or, turn or maybe I'll turn the show. Kelly, like, I'll turn it over to Nora. Nora, 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 Nora can take yeah. over the pod. I need to find an heir, <laughs> and, and, a, and a strong female heir is pretty woke. If that's all Nora becomes, <laughs> I'll be very upset with myself. But <laughs> what you wouldn't want her to be a podcast host? <laughs> all right, until next time. Thanks, man.